We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Roto-Wire Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast, sponsored by FanDuel, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm Jake Letarski, kicking off the week, as always, with Chris Benzine. If you're out there on Twitter, give Chris a follow, please, at crispy 27 You can follow me at jakeski 5 Two, as always, we very much appreciate it if you take a minute to rate and review the podcast if you happen to be listening on iTunes or Stitcher here. Chris, to get things going, the biggest news from the uh, weekend here, we've got a Giancarlo Stanton injury situation that escalated very, very quickly. Looks like he's dealing with a grade three groin strain. Now, the Marlins entered Sunday as a half game out of wild card contention. What do they do now? Do they go and try to sign someone like A-Rod or Carlos Gomez? Or do they stand pat with uh, Mr. 3000 Hits, Ichiro Suzuki? Uh, put yourself in their front office. Uh, how are you tackling this situation if you still think you're going to compete this year? I, I find it very interesting that they're linked to Alex Rodriguez given his production this year. He hasn't even playing for the Yankees mm-hmm. anymore. Wasn't Belko down in Miami anyway? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that, that is true. Maybe that production uh, will be right up on the rise. What does he have go. to lose in his yeah. 40s, right? Um, yeah, I, I just don't uh, – they were saying also what position would he even play on that team? I don't know. That would be a tough one too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I could – I mean, they may go after Gomez. I don't know. I probably – I mean, Ichiro is doing – the best out of the three right now. He's mm-hmm. a guy that can still hit. He doesn't have anywhere near the power. He's not going to be a middle of the order guy. You're losing some production there, but neither there aren't a lot of good options generally available this time of year. 
to go after. You're after the trade deadline, unfortunately. If they had done that, if that had happened before the trade deadline, they may have been able to make a move, but now it's more difficult to do that. But who would have thought they'd been going for an outfielder before the deadline? When you've got Yelich, Ozuna, and Stanton, you don't mess with that. You can just leave it, and then Suzuki's your fourth outfielder. Not a need then. All of a sudden, a big-time need now. It'll be interesting to see what the Marlins do with that situation here. But let's move it on over to the DFS strategy talk here. That is the uh, big time uh, what this pod is going to be about today. Uh, we've only got a nine-game slate on Monday, but there are a lot of interesting matchups to break down here. We're going to talk some of our favorite hitters and pitchers starting out in cash games here. Chris, if you're going to start uh, doing a 50-50, you're going to do a $2 big double up, or you want to do your cash game, who is your safest play uh, on the pitching side tonight? Yeah, my safest play would have to be Max Scherzer, top of the board, highest price pitcher of the day, 10000 though, only. I would like to point that out. He's only 10000 going against the Rockies. That is in Coors Field. So yes. you're going to – there's always that. That I believe that's he's getting the Coors Field discount on mm-hmm. Monday. And uh, b- But you look at his numbers, and he has had fewer than six strikeouts just once this season. And uh, the Rockies, while they have been good at home, but Scherzer's version of a bad game really still has a, a relatively high floor. Mm. He's he The Nationals in this game are minus 185 favorites. He's going against Jorge De La Rosa, so I, sh- I believe the offense could have a field day in that. Plenty of offensive support for Scherzer in that game. And Scherzer has had 30-plus points in uh, – he has failed to reach that. He's had 30-plus points in 21 of 24 starts, failed to reach it just three times mm-hmm. over the course of the season. So you're looking for a guy that gives you a, a good floor, and Scherzer's does that at a price tag on Monday because of Coors Field mm-hmm. that is still reasonable and allows you to go out and still get some hitters, whereas generally with Scherzer – you're probably going to have to be finding some value, a lot of value plays, just to even fit them into your lineup. Yeah, Scherzer's quote-unquote worst start since June 1st was 33 points against our very own Milwaukee Brewers, and he struck out 10 in that start. So he brings you a big floor. The numbers against some of those Rockies hitters may be concerning a little bit. Carlos Gonzalez has three homers and 10 at-bats against them, so maybe something to watch out for. But I think he can get away with a few mistakes, and he's going to get a ton of run support against Jorge De La Rosa. So even if he gives up a run or two more than, than normal, I think the strikeouts will still be there, and the the win probability is off the charge. Biggest favorite on the day here. Uh, I'm going to go looking, uh, kind of staying with that Vegas swell, though, for my cash game pitcher. I can't pick Scherzer. You picked him. Uh, although Felix Hernandez at 9,800 is intriguing, I think I'm going to save 1,500 and jump all the way down to Drew Smiley of the Rays, who gets the Padres at home. Essentially, the Padres, it, it's AAA San Diego over there after they kind of clean house, got rid of Matt Kemp. Will Myers is, is excellent, but uh, outside of that, there's not a whole lot to write home about here. And you want to talk floor in DFS, Chris? Drew Smiley gone at least six innings without allowing two more than two earned runs in his last four starts. So uh, a bunch of quality starts in a row. I think that's good. Again, I mentioned the win probability. Minus 175 home favorite because he's going against uh, Luis Perdomo and AAA San Diego there. And then uh, this is, it's pretty much the second biggest of the day after the Scherzer pick. So, uh, I mean, win probability just sky high there for Drew Smiley, who has struggled in May, June, and July. There's no doubt about that. 
But since the start of August, he's got a 2.77 ERA, and his ERA at the top here is a full run less than it is on the road. And you look at his home whip, 1.05 versus his road whip, 1.53. This is a home start. He's got the high floor. Uh, the price is there. The matchup is there. I think, I, I mean, Scherzer's upside is probably higher just because of the strikeout probability. But I think I think Smiley's as safe as it gets in cash games. I I Scherzer or Scherzer and um, Smiley huh, were the two pitchers that I was considering in cash mm-hmm. games today. I, I yeah. did kind of skip as you did. I, I skipped Felix Hernandez a little bit. Looked at him. Looked at his numbers. It it wasn't enough to make me feel safe about it. But as you, the two top pitchers, I believe in terms of safety, probably. Uh, would have to be Scherzer and Smiley. I mean, you look at the two guys in between, and you've got Felix Hernandez, who is kind of struggled against the Angels. He's been much better lately. His last three starts, 42, 42, 33. But that's not nearly the floor that some of those other guys bring. And, and you got to pay 9800 for Felix. If you're thinking about that, you just go 200 more and buy Scherzer. And then in between Felix and Smiley is Matt Moore, and he's at 8,800, and I just I don't necessarily like that. He uh, just hasn't been so hot since starting off with the Giants. 33 fantasy points in each of those last games. Doesn't quite have the strikeout upside as a lot of those other options there. So it's going to be Scherzer or Smiley for me on Monday's slate of games here. Uh, let's move on over to hitters. And most importantly, what's interesting, Chris, is the Scherzer game against the Rockies. The over-under is 10.5, and, and that's the highest over-under of the day here. And then the second highest is Ross Detweiler and the A's and Martin Perez on the Rangers. Man, I miss when Detweiler pitched for the Nationals because the nickname the National Debt was fantastic. But uh, anyway, just a side note there, 10.5 and, and 10 for the highest over-unders of the day. So keep that in mind when picking out Monday's hitters. Let's go around the horn, though, Chris, starting with behind the plate. Who are you looking at uh, for your catcher uh, spot tonight? If we're going top end of the catchers there, I, I am looking at that game in Colorado. I do like Wilson Ramos sitting at 4,000 against Jorge De La Rosa. He's crushing left-handed pitchers this season, over 1,000 OPS, and he's facing Jorge De La Rosa at Coors Field. So... You got that going for you always. And uh, I, I feel like his, his uh, especially in tournament plays, the, the fact that he has a 387 OPS in the past seven days could scare some ownership away. So the potential for lower ownership there, I still see plenty of value at 4,000, especially in possibly tournaments. He's a guy I might target. Another one uh, I'm looking at, a little cheaper down the list for sure, is James McCann going against... Ian Kennedy sitting at 2300 on the day but since July 27th McCann has a posting over a thousand OPS and he's averaging 12.2 fan duel points per game mm-hmm. he is also he's posted a goose egg just 12 or just twice over the last 12 games and he's a he's a catcher that you can pair with one of those top pitchers so if you're looking for somebody if you're going in the cash game you have a top pitcher or if you want to try rolling the dice in a, in a tournament with one of those top play pitchers this is a guy that uh, gives you some upside still, has a little bit of power, and he hits in spurts, and he's currently been doing well recently, so I feel like this is the time to pounce, and you're getting him at an affordable price. Yeah, you and I are both on the same page with Wilson Ramos at 4000 I think there's plenty of room for value there, and he should be in all your lineups if you can afford it. Uh, that being said, I do like your McCann play. I'm going to throw one other name out there. I like uh, Travis Darno from the Mets, uh, 2400 only, so that's pretty cheap, and he gets the righty-lefty matchup here against Robbie Ray. Darno sat on Sunday, so he should be back in the lineup Monday. 
for the Mets. And, of course, getting that uh, that, that matchup against a left-hander can only be good for him. What about first base, though, Chris? There's a lot of pricey, pricey options on the slate today, led by the likes of Edwin Encarnacion, 4,300, Paul Goldschmidt, 4,200, and Joey Votto, 4,000. Are you picking from the top, or do you got some value plays you'd like to take a look at? I'm picking near the top, but it's just below those three. It's uh, Miguel Cabrera is my top first baseman play today. Again, another guy against Ian Kennedy. Uh, 18 of the 27 home runs allowed by Kennedy this year have come on the road. So those are those are favorable numbers for Miguel Cabrera and James McCann in that. Uh, and Cabrera has been locked in at the plate right now. He's been racking up points on a daily basis, and he has a solid history against Kennedy, 5 for 12 with three extra base hits, including a triple, which is not a com- not commonplace for Miguel Cabrera anymore. So Wait, Miggy's not a triples machine? <laughs> <laughs> not generally, but uh, apparently Ian Kennedy does something for him. So, yeah, uh, I, I feel like that of, of the first-place plays, he's my top and mm-hmm. favorite option of the night. Yeah, a lot of those Tigers bats have pretty good numbers against Ian Kennedy, so maybe something to check out there. Uh, my first base, I'm going to go down the line a little bit and go with someone quite a bit cheaper. I do like David Freeze at 3000 against Matt Moore, who I mentioned has struggled a little bit in San Francisco. David Freeze will be in a prominent spot in that lineup. He will help afford you a lot of lineup flexibility. So if you want to go big on a Coors Field stack tonight, for example, uh, you might I mean, the first baseman in that Coors Field game, of course, uh, without Mark Reynolds being around for Colorado, and then you've got uh, you know maybe Zimmerman, or I, I guess Murphy is the first baseman. He ends up with second base eligibility there. So there's not a lot of uh, pricey first baseman to look at tonight. I might go down the line a little bit, get some action on the West Coast with David Freeze, former Cardinals postseason hero. I don't know why I felt the need to work that in. It's just still fresh in the memory here. Let's move to the Keystone, though, Je- or Chris here. Uh, who are you looking at at second base? At second base, I'm really looking into the two second basemen in that New York Yankees and Toronto game. I like Devin Travis at 3,400 going against Chad Green. And then you have Starlin Castro at 2,800 going against R.A. Dickey. Neither pitcher is that impressive to me. And both of them have been hot at the plate recently. And if the game's at a hitter-friendly environment, I could see room for value in both. And I don't – neither of them really scare me. You, I, I – to me it's more of just a a factor about money how much you have left how much you're willing to spend at the second base position Castro gives you a little cheaper option there and considering some of the other pitch or other hitters that I've been looking at today maybe the more affordable the two options considering Travis is over 3400 but uh, I do like both of the second basemen in that game tonight yeah I I can't argue with those Chris I'm going to go a little bit lower down because second base is a spot where I'm going to try to find my value tonight and uh you know I didn't start to pick out the slate with the intention of going after Matt Moore but the more I look at the salaries that seems like it's the way to go Josh Harrison is only 2600 saw his salary go down a couple hundred dollars despite a nice 28.4 fantasy points on Sunday so if you're going to do a sneaky two to three player pirates stack Harrison's an option. Also, Nick Franklin at 2300 going up against Luis Perdomo. If you want to go all in on the Rays and go smiling, some of those uh, those Rays bats, I think Nick Franklin at 2300 is a great way to get yourself a piece of that. He's a switch hitter, so he'll work himself into a platoon advantage against Perdomo, who's someone that should be pretty much targeted. Uh, you want to at least get a piece of that Tampa Bay action on in a good portion of your lineups tonight here uh what about third base chris the hot corner always a spot of contention do you pay up do you find value what kind of strategy are you employing tonight there's definitely a few guys at the top that you can pay up for but i'm going down the list a little bit 
to a guy that's always a platoon guy, always a platoon hitter when he's facing lefties, Danny Valencia sitting at 3,000 against Martin Perez. Uh, something that is a player that we've been bringing up a lot against left-handed uh, pitching, and that's for good reason. He's hitting over, uh, he has another over 1,000 OPS this season against left-handed hitters or left-handed pitchers. And uh, the game's at hitter-friendly Globe Life Park. And he has a home run in, against Martin Perez. He does have a home run and two stolen bases in just 13 at-bats against him. So there's plenty of value, I believe, at 3,000 with a lot of factors working in Danny Valencia's favor in Monday's slate of games. Yeah, Valencia is what I wrote down as my value play tonight, and there's no doubt that he needs to be considered going up against the lefty. Always has potential through the roof in that situation, especially if that left-hander is Martin Perez. So he's a decent option for me if, and only if, you cannot afford Anthony Rendon in your lineup. Somehow he's below three, or I'm sorry, he's below four thousand dollars. Hitter's red hot. He's at Coors Field. He homered on Sunday, I believe. He gets the left-handed pitcher Jorge De La Rosa. I mean, his price should be forty-five. He, he should be Josh Donaldson prices, but you get him for under four thousand. So the chalk play. You know, we didn't do Ralph Wiggum on uh, the Sirius XM show today. We always like to do the Ralph Wiggum chalk play because, you know, the chalky and whatnot. Uh, I would very much make a case for Anthony Rendon as that chalk play, as the Ralph Wiggum play on Monday evening here. So I'm going with Anthony Rendon in as many spots as possible here. What about shortstop, though? Are you trying to save money at shortstop? Or are you looking at the top of the list where players such as uh, Trey Turner, 4,200, Brad Miller, 3,800, Danny Espinosa, 3,500, Zach Kozler, 3,400? You looking to that well, or are you going to try to save some money at shortstop tonight, Chris? I'm dropping down the list in this middle infield here. We have uh, my top play, my top pick, I guess, in terms of dollar value is actually Didi Gregorius, 2,900 against Ari Dickey surprisingly impactful at the plate this season and of late. He's collected two home runs in the past week and three in the past two. He's been seeing the ball well. Again, this game's at hitter-friendly Yankee Stadium, and he has double-digit points in three of his last five games, and I really like that price tag for and the potential for value. R.A. Dickey's nothing special in terms of pitchers these days, so I, I really like that value at 2900 And my second shortstop, I'm dropping down a little further we have Brandon Crawford at 2,600 on the opposite side of that Matt Moore game. We have him going against Vogelsong, Ryan Vogelsong. So I, I'm feeling justified about doubting Vogelsong's numbers this year. He hasn't. Mm-hmm. He's never been a good pitcher. He has. He doesn't have a huge sample size either. So he, his uh, lower ERA, his sub three ERA at this point, might scare some people away. But if you know baseball enough, you should know that Vogelsong isn't considered to be one of the better pitchers and he has an especially poor history against left-handed batters he allowed 17 home runs last year and 14 of them were against left-handed hitters Chris, I'm right there with you with Brandon Crawford in fact he was the one and only shortstop that I wrote down today uh, now granted you might want to go with a little bit of a safer play if you're going to be in a in a cash game in a 50-50 tonight because Crawford does have zeros in three of his last five so something worth watching out for he is, is prone to that, but at 2,600 against Vogelsong, I don't think you're going to get a much better value, especially with that platoon-type matchup here on Monday night. So uh, I think it's safe to say both of us are all over Vogelsong, or I'm sorry, all over Crawford because we're trying to tackle Vogelsong tonight. And that Giants lineup doesn't have a whole lot of really threatening uh, bats from top to bottom these days. They've been uh, They've been riddled with injuries here, and I think... Uh, you want to get a piece of that game against Vogelsong, and Crawford happens to be an excellent way to do it. 
especially if you don't quite have the salary to shell out for someone like Trey Turner at Coors Field here. But let's go to the outfield, Chris. There's a lot of interesting plays. There's some good BVP plays. There's some good uh, cheaper plays. Uh, if you're looking at outfielders today, who are you looking at first? I did, in terms of outfielders, I looked at almost the top of the board, unfortunately, for the major- for a couple of the picks. Mm-hmm. I went down a little bit for my third pick, and I have a cheap flyer that I'm tossing in. So top play of the day, and you, I believe you had him picked out as the BVP, possibly play of the day, is Mike Trout, mm-hmm. 4,100, going against Felix Hernandez. And I, I feel like the matchup, again, you look at the matchup against Felix Hernandez and the and the price tag of Trout might scare, again, take some people off of him, move some people away into other outfielders. But Trout has actually taken King Felix deep six times in 75 at-bats, has over 1,000 OPS in a significant sample size of 75 at-bats. Mm-hmm. It's not too often you have a sample size of that of that uh, size. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we both agreed to fade King Felix today, and I think part of the reason for that is that he cannot pitch to Mike Trout yet, or he still hasn't figured that out in 75 at-bats. So that, among a couple other Angels' bats, making you wear off uh, King Felix. But I'm right there with you. 4,100 is a discount for Trout. The name's going to scare people off, so in cash games and tournaments, he's a good option here. Any other outfielders that you like? Yeah, uh, Hunter Pence at 3,200. He's my cheaper play of the day. I, I like him against Vogelsong. Ooh, he's only 32. He's, he's 3,200, and I feel like it's, like, again, I we have one guy there. with We mentioned Brandon Crawford. Pence hadn't been hitting so hot re, off the right off the disabled list, but he's now reached base in three straight games. Finally went deep Sunday. He's back. He seems to be finding his way back at the plate. He did have a good stint in um, on his rehab before returning. So I, if I'm looking, I'm investing my uh, dollars into a proven hitter against a pitcher that I that gives up a lot of home runs. So I, I'm willing to pay 3,200 for Hunter Pence on Monday. And my final play is another guy at Coors Field. I like Jason Worth at 4,000. Going against Jorge De La Rosa, he's another national with a big splits against lefties. Again, another guy over a thousand, thousand forty-six OPS. Same condition, same conditions apply as Ramos, um, and he probably, he's a, probably a guy you're gonna have to go with a tournament pitcher possibly if you want if you want any kind of national stack. You're gonna have to go with a cheaper pitcher um, to afford that stack. But I believe there's still room for some value with Jason Worth in on Monday's slate if you can afford him in your lineup. Yeah, especially after he gets the day off uh, on Sunday. He'll be nice and well-rested heading into that uh, road game yeah. at Coors Field. Yeah, and I, threw in a, I just want to throw in a cheap flyer, just a little cheaper, uh, Justin, or a lot cheaper, Justin Upton at 2,700. A guy that had he's been bad recently. Only go for them in tournaments. You get goose eggs. But he's another guy with a decent... Um, batter versus pitcher matchup against Kennedy. So I would only advise using him in tournaments if you're looking for somebody who probably not going to be used by a lot of people because of his uh, recent performances, but a guy that could turn things around against a guy that uh, in Kennedy who does have a propensity to give up some home runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another $2,700 outfielder I actually like is Aaron Judge, who's homered in his first two games since getting called up now. Uh, buy low on Aaron Judge while you can because pretty soon that price is going to be about 3500 and that'll probably sit there for the rest of the season. That's where I kind of see it maxing out as. So Aaron Judge is someone you got to take a look at. Uh, you mentioned that Coors Field game. 
Cargo is 3,900, and remember, he's homered three times off Scherzer in 10 at-bats. I kind of mentioned that in the beginning of the show. Uh, maybe worth consideration, but only if you're fading Scherzer. You don't want to use Scherzer and Cargo in your same lineup. Not an optimal strategy at all. And then, of course, uh, I want to throw in Corey Dickerson. Good way to get a left-handed exposure against Luis Perdomo and the Padres. He's only 3,100, so you got to think about that. Of course, still my top play, like you let off with, was Mike Trout here. Well, MLB season is underway, and that means Daily Fantasy Baseball keeps on rolling along. Go to FanDuel.com to play now. Building a team is easy. Just pick your players. Stay under the salary cap and sit back tonight and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just $1, so anyone can play. You can do $1 tourneys, $1.50-50s. If you want to go up to 2 bucks, your tournaments, your payouts go up. Even do a $2 double up, which is a huge uh, big, big field, and can it's, it's a great way to build your bankroll here. So a lot of options for you on FanDuel, both for the casual and the hardcore player here. But let's say you want to enter the MLB bunt for a buck. It's a single-entry tournament where you need to set yourself apart from the field. Scherzer's probably going to be owned pretty highly, so you need to find a tournament play, Chris. If you need a tournament play, you alluded to that earlier, say you want to afford a national stack. Who are you looking at on the pitching side as a cheaper option? Yeah, I've gone quite far down the list here. We're sitting at 7,100 with Daniel Norris going against the Royals. He certainly doesn't seem to have earned that promotion from AAA. When you're looking at his numbers from the outside, you got a 4.54 ERA at AAA this season, but the peripherals do suggest that he's made an improvement. He's posted a 2.55 FIP fielder independent pitching over 73 and a third innings at AAA this year, and he still has a strikeout rate that's over one per inning and that's both, I believe, at both levels of either AAA and in the majors. And while his really his biggest issue has been his struggles with command, he has had a 3.44 walks per nine at AAA this year. That's where most of his action has come. He did recently return to the majors. He had made one start before this. But uh, when you look at the opponent, the Royals have a really low walk rate at 4.4%, lowest in the league over the past two weeks. So they're not a team that's walking a lot. So that may play into uh, play into his pitching. And the, over that same span, they've struck out at a 23.6% clip, which is third in the league. So And, and they have the, when you can combine that with the fact that they have the third lowest weighted runs created plus at 76 in that span. And the Tigers are moderate favorites in that game. Should get some run support there. He's got a night a good offense behind him in that game against Ian Kennedy as we mentioned there's some good batter versus pitcher matchups in that game working in his favor as well I'm willing to risk 7100 on a guy that does have some strikeout upside and it's just a question of whether or not he can go deep into that game but I like the fact that you have win potential strikeout upside in that game and he's a guy that I'm willing to risk 7100 for to get some of those bigger bats. Absolutely. There's a lot to like with Daniel Norris. I even threw a bid down in a season-long format. It was just a buck in our 17-team stake league because I needed to start pretty badly this week, and I saw he got the Royals, who has been who have been pretty dreadful offensively of late. So uh, 
potentially a team to target and a low-cost pitcher with some strikeout upside to target as well. I'm going to pay a little bit more for my turn. You play, I like Robbie Ray against the Mets. I know I, I, know I did mention Darno as a possible catcher, uh, so of course scratch that if you're going to use Ray. But at 7,800, there seems like there's a lot to like here with Robbie Ray. The Mets are one of those teams to target of late. Uh, in the last 14 days, they're tied for dead last and weighted on base percentage at 278 and weighted runs created plus at 75. That's more than a full standard deviation away from 100 which is the league minimum so they're real bad offensively spread that out to 30 days things don't look a lot better and then of course Robbie Ray faced the Mets uh last week and he seven scoreless innings now he only struck out four but in his three starts before that he had strikeout totals of 9 11 and 10 and you get him for under 8,000 a decent play here Robbie Ray against the Mets here before we wrap up though Chris uh, weather report Miami at Cincinnati 47% chance of rain and then that Kansas City at Detroit game that you mentioned uh, 42% chance of rain so uh not a whole lot um not not big risk but uh something worth watching out for here all right. Well, uh, thank you for listening to the RotoWire Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast brought to you by FanDuel, the leader in one day fantasy sports. Remember that first time FanDuel users that make a deposit of $10 or more via RotoWire can get six months of complimentary access. To so check out RotoWire.com on your own, just go to RotoWire.com slash pod. That's RotoWire.com slash P O D. Once again, for Chris Benzine, I'm Jake Letarski. If you're out there on Twitter, I'm at Jakeski52, Chris at Crispy272002. The Rotowire Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast will return Tuesday with John McKechnie and I. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. At Ace, your backyard's right in our backyard, which means we have hand-picked products that are right for the birds in your neighborhood, like premium bird seed, suet, birdhouses, and feeders. Stop by your local Ace and get everything you need to attract the birds you want, including Ace Wild Bird Food, on sale now. Now through Tuesday only, when you buy two 20-pound bags of wild bird food, get a third bag free. Only at Ace, the helpful place. Offer valid through February 28th at participating stores. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.